and welcome to the More Sports Now podcast. We cover both sides of the Hudson. I'm Steve Titchener with Matt Lachlan in our Jersey studio. And on the line, we have John McAlevey. We'll talk football, Giants and Jets, perhaps sprinkle a little Rutgers in there ahead of the RU Review later in the week. And it's all happening right now. I'm loving the um, the hoodie, the, jer- the devil's hoodie. Man. Representing as the team gets ready to go to Europe, we leave for Winnipeg on Wednesday. And then from there, after a game on Thursday night, we head to Bern, actually Zurich, and then awesome. travel to Bern. And it's then awesome. on to Sweden. Yeah. So you know, representing the boys. You know, in my next life, I want to travel a little bit for work. I mean, be careful what you wish for, because then you're constantly getting on a plane. And I'm sure True. in the middle of the season, you're like, wow, where am I? Right? And no, you, I mean, you, you do that. But I'll be honest, I've never regretted the travel it's been awesome but who gets a trip to sweden yeah fantastic no it's nice it's it's a i mean it is a work trip let's not kid ourselves we have a game there and there's preparation and things prior to that that we'll be doing for the website and what have you but yeah it's it's a nice thing and now i think i'm a little behind because when did the devil switch to adidas that's a nice adidas hoodie there i have no idea really are they with adidas or have no idea interesting okay (laughs) well he's well so you're not here matt uh John, but we, uh, John, uh, Matt's got a sharp looking, uh, devil's hoodie, uh, which I want one. Uh, I'll go nice. out. I'll go out. Where, where'd you get it? Fanatics, right? Uh, I was given to me. Well, we can go you're, on. Fanatics. You're, you're asking for information. I, somebody said here, would you like this sweatshirt? I said, it looks nice. Wow. It's yeah. sharp. I said, thank you first. But you know, you can go on our site on fanatics and, uh, I'm sure it's on there for sure. Well, Johnny, um, Jets, uh, Thursday night, we'll start with them. I know you want to get to your Giants, but, um, you know, I, you know, I know Jet fans are, are, you know, same old, same old. I know that's coming out of a lot of uh, Jet fans' mouths, but I still, I would be thrilled with Sam Darnold and the way he's played so far. Yes, he's going to throw picks. Yes, they could have won that game in Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland won for the first time in a long, long time. But wow, what a great, uh, what great theater it was with uh, with the two top quarterbacks taken going up against each other with uh, with Baker Mayfield coming in on in the second half. And what an awesome show he put on! I thought it was exciting. Oh, absolutely! And it's funny. I was listening to um, one of the Jets uh, linebackers, Williamson, was on. Uh, interviewed after the game and he said at one point he heard the crowd erupt toward the end of the first half he wasn't quite sure what it was he, he didn't know what was going on he didn't realize realize that tyrod taylor had been knocked out of the game and and that baker mayfield had come in to take over but it was it was great theater for uh for the nfl for two young quarterbacks two of the top three players chosen and then don't forget that denzel ward the number four selection he was also on the field. So you had three of the top four players in April's draft out there. And, and as you said, you know, you have a young quarterback. These are, this is what's going to happen. I'm reminded of that movie with Bill Murray back a hundred years ago. What about Bob where he's talking baby steps, baby steps. And that's what you're taking. But as a Jets fan, wouldn't you be happier that you have this young, uh, seemingly stud quarterback taking baby steps? He's already shown that. Um, he can handle his his business in the NFL. He's thrown for over 300 yards. He's got some touchdowns. Sure, he's thrown some picks, but didn't Brett Favre throw a lot of picks in his career? 
Yeah, I don't think that's what upsets Jets fans. I think they understand they have something in Sam Darnold. They were upset by the way that game unfolded. The Jets certainly didn't dominate, but they were in control in the first half. They stopped running the ball. They stopped blitzing. They didn't seem to know what they were doing. Uh, They were undisciplined, which has been a problem in Todd Bowles' reign. This is kind of like even though Bowles has had a little bit longer of a run. This is kind of like what happened on Saturday against Rutgers, where a lot of people, and I I will count myself in it, decided that, hey, now Chris Ash really is in trouble here because his team showed no life. They seemed ill-prepared for Buffalo. And so with Todd Bowles, it's the same thing. I'll accept that the locker room was a disaster and they had to get rid of bad guys. I'll agree that they had to improve their talent. All right, so now where is it? Where was Jamal Adams, who's supposedly the best athlete on that team? How about how about as Baker Mayfield's going crazy, you blitz once in a while? I mean, they tried it like once or twice. They did nothing. That's the problem. It's not Sam Darnold and his inability to to complete 80% of his passes. Oh, Joe, by the way, a lot of quarterbacks, well, not a lot, but Drew Brees is and others are having high rates of completion. He's a rookie. We get it. It's the other aspects. That's what drives the Jet fan crazy. The Miami game was there for the taking, but they can't get a touchdown at the end of the first half because the guy doesn't go out of bounds. Uh, He runs down the sideline to gain an extra couple of yards. They have to burn a timeout. They don't have one at the end. They get stopped at the two-yard line. It's things like that. That's the problem. That's the problem with the Jets, not what Sam Darnold might be. It's all the other factors. But I also think the big surprise here, though, Matt, is that Baker Mayfield was a big part of that. I mean, he was very creative. He was nimble in the pocket. He was getting outside. I mean, he was throwing the ball downfield. You know what I thought? I thought, man, this is what they wanted to see from Johnny Manziel. You know, a similar type player. And and look, he he, he looked terrific. That was a quite a debut. And I think it took the, the Jets by surprise. I mean, look, they were playing defensively. They were playing well up to the point when he got in. Yeah, now, up until yeah. the point when they couldn't stop him. Right. Uh, you know, blitz, you know, uh, perhaps throwing a blitz How in there. How about they some ran schemes, left different time schemes, and sure. time again? Isaiah Crowell scores two touchdowns, running left, running left. They're dominating. Then they stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that all? Mm-hmm. Did, if Cleveland made an adjustment, I don't know enough about football to see, oh, maybe they slid a guy over. They did something with the defensive end. They put another defensive back on that side. If they did something, that's one thing. Then how about a reaction? How about an adjustment? Mm-hmm. At halftime, you didn't realize Baker Mayfield was coming in. He was already in. Todd Bowles said, well, you know, we did game plan. We knew what he was doing. Well, you certainly didn't seem like you did. Just a pretty impressive debut for him. And it was a big part of, uh, of um, obviously, of that um, uh, the Brown success and the Jets' demise on on uh, the second half. Of, you know, it was just Makefield just doing, you know, making plays. And, you know, it, was, it, it took a lot of people by surprise. But isn't it interesting how, you know, just a couple weeks into the season, and of course we're thinking, who's getting the best of the draft? Oh, is Baker Mayfield really should he have been the number one quarterback taken? And then he's not even on the field. Uh, Darnold's already starting. And then, boom, you see this on Thursday night. You're like, wow, this guy can play. This Let's guy see can again. absolutely play. Yes, yep, you got to see, see it again. again. I have no so, doubt he's been success wherever he's gone, but mm-hmm. let's see it again. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch. If anything, the, the theater of it was was fun. You said it was a night game, so all eyes were on it Thursday night. And, um, you know, maybe Cleveland isn't all that bad, fellas. If they had a place kicker, they'd be 3-0 and right now. So I think we have to tip our cap to them. They're, they're actually turning the corner maybe a little bit here. So... Um, Let's see where they go in the future. I mean, they, they just, Hugh Jackson just announced that 
Um, oh, by the way, Baker Mayfield is going to start on Sunday. It took him a couple days to. Aren't coaches crazy? We have to look at the film, he said afterward. I mean, come on. What more did he need to see? I understand protecting your players. Tyrod Taylor goes out with a concussion. Concussion. You know, he's out. And Mayfield leads you to the first win in in two seasons. And you say you have to look at the film? Cut me a break. I know. That was ridiculous. Of course it was ridiculous. So where do the the Jets go from here? I mean, again, um, you know, they they got a pretty good looking quarterback, pretty good good looking rookie quarterback and and a pretty damn good defense. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, tough losses again, of course. But, you know, Dolphins are a pretty good team. They just beat the Raiders. They're three and oh. Uh, Cleveland is a definitely an improved team. I just don't. I, I'm not buying in. It's a train wreck, but uh, they were bad losses. I agree with you there, Matt. I don't know that it's a train wreck, but what I did like is that finally Todd Bowles showed some emotion in his post game news conference. He was angry at the team's performance. He was angry at the undisciplined nature of the club. Uh, he actually, you know, he came out and said, "This will end. This will not happen anymore." Well, good. It's about time. His stoicism, on the one hand, can be considered an asset, but. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, you got to kick some butt. Sure, got to show a little emotion. And we'll see what you they know. do. But what's tough is that uh, schedule doesn't get they easy. They have to now head down to Jacksonville, who was coming off a tremendous win over the New England Patriots, and then they stubbed their toe on Sunday at home against uh, Tennessee. So they're not going to be very happy. They have a tremendous defense. I'm sure they're going to throw a lot of different looks at Darnold and and his crew. So, you know, no rest for the weary. The Jets have to get right back on it again, or they could find themselves at uh, at one and four really quickly. And I can parallel. Right. I'll parallel that with your point on uh, Rutgers, Matt, where they're looking for a motion from Chris Ash and getting nothing, you know, and the press conference just got to go to work, just got to get back to work. It's like, man, are you ticked off, man? And, and, you know, he's not biting on that. But, you know, he hasn't given the fans what they want to hear. You know, he's he's talking about the process and we're young and we'll just get no that's not what the fans want to hear whether or not that's true or not but you have to deliver the message that they want to hear which is this is unacceptable we will be better uh, on and on and on but how about be prepared oh my god look i know there's less talent than we think on that Mm -hmm. defense particularly Mm -hmm. with all the problems they've had with injuries and with the credit card scandal but my goodness i mean they looked like they had no – I don't care if you're a freshman. Here's the game plan. Watch that guy. That's your guy. Or in this zone, if this happens, you have to stay, step back or step forward. I, there was – it looked like zero, zero preparation. He doesn't know. He's now made it clear he doesn't know what he wants to do at quarterback. He's half protecting Sitkowski. He's half trying to win. Uh, he just – you know what? The, the more you look at it, you know, the more there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of red flags that they keep showing up. Mm-hmm. I kept, you know, wanting to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think people realize how bad the situation at Rutgers is slash was. But this lack of preparation, this lack of emotion, this I, I there's just Look, something I was wrong. I mean, I'll, I'll just take an overall stance on it. It was wishful thinking. I pretty much said it in my uh, when I did my predictions of six wins. I mean, how dumb does that look now? But I was, you know, well, it, you weren't I, the only one. A lot I, of look, people was, thought that this was a good opportunity I, for Rutgers to get to that. I was an optimist, game. but in the back of my mind were a lot of doubts of, uh, you know, m- you know, McNulty. This is a completely different uh, offense. This isn't the spread anymore that Chris Ash wanted. Um, Art Sikowski is 18 years old. He's a freshman. We want the whole state of New Jersey on his shoulders? Is that going to work? I mean, all that stuff was going through my head. I mean, they did lose some key players from last year. Uh, Can they be good? The lines are a question. Can they 
can they be okay on the defensive line? Can they be okay on the offensive line? And right now, nothing is okay. Everything's working. Nothing is okay, and nothing is working, and they're heading into their Big Ten schedule. No, everybody worries about the offense, and they talk about Sitkowski, and uh, and they talk about you know not being able to get uh, Bo Melton involved, or he's not involved, and uh, they're not using Washington at the time. Their defense is the problem. They mm. can't stop anybody. And they, and they look slow. My goodness, slow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a big concern. And is there any way to believe they can do anything against Indiana at home? Anything? I don't, I don't know. I, I will tell you this. I don't think that he's in danger of losing his job, but he will be... I, I thought he would have had a longer leash regardless of what happened this year, but unless there's significant turnaround, and I don't know how it happens. As you said, they're he- heading into their Big Ten conference play, mm-hmm. the Ohio State game notwithstanding. Uh, unless there's some turnaround, I mean, they cannot just get beat 50 nothing, 50 to 5, 44 to 3. Uh, it's Probably. just it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And we're in And Jersey. then he will be in trouble. And then he will be. Yeah. Because Pat Hobbs, look, he's got this is his first big hire. So he's mm-hmm. going to give him an opportunity. Uh, he's not going to fire him right after the season. I just don't think that's going to happen. But at some point, the alums, and I'm not talking about the fans, I'm talking about the big money guys, are going to start pushing. And that's when Rutgers will find out what it's like to be in the Big Ten because they're going to have to buy him out at a, at a tasty if number. If you could guess, Matt, what have the meetings been? Has Barchi been involved in anything? No, Probably so. not at all. So Hobbs and Ash, what's what's the conversation? Yeah, uh, basically, it's t- uh, it, it's tell me what's going on here. Like, right. explain this to me because I'm getting heat everywhere. I got your back. I'll protect you. I'll take I'll take the hits. You're taking enough anyway, coach. But I'll take the hits from the alums. I'll keep them at bay. I'll preach the message that things are better. But you have to start showing me because they'll only accept my word that trust the process is the appropriate way to go for so long. Johnny, before we get into the Giants, which I know you want to dig into, is there a silver lining here with Rutgers, bud? Well, here's what I did. I wanted to watch that game right from the beginning, thinking that, okay, they still have that bad taste in their mouth from getting beaten up at Kansas. And I was happy to see they kicked off Buffalo. They took them three and out. The place was going crazy. It only took about 40-second possession because they threw a couple of balls. They take the punt. They go all the way down the field. And then here's their season in a nutshell. Fourth and inches, they're going to go for it. Yay, let's get some some points on the board. We're going to show them who we are. And, of course, their, defense, or their offensive tackle, uh, illegal motion, pushes them back five yards. They have to settle for a field goal. And that, to me, is what Matt was saying. Preparation. They weren't prepared. How are you jumping off sides? On fourth and inches, when you're trying to make a statement, and from there at home with no, with no, you know, with yeah. no and then noise to like deal with. Katie bar the door. Tyree Jackson made like John Elway, and it's thirty-five to six at the break. And I'll tell you another thing: they got the ball back around midfield with a minute three left. I remember this. And you know what? They could have scored another touchdown in 30 seconds, but they took their foot off the gas. They totally Buffalo did. did them a favor because they were and embarrassing Rutgers. And that coach completely took the air out of the ball. They ran the ball up the middle. You could see Jackson looking over at the bench like, what are we doing here? Let's put the pedal to the metal. And I think the same thing happened in the second half. They got very complacent. They ran the ball a lot. They could have put up another 20, 
25 but how about this? It's a per- it's a perfect storm. No one expected Buffalo the Buffalo team to be that good. Now, how good was that quarterback, Tyree Jackson? How good was Anthony Johnson? I mean, I mentioned him in uh, the RU review last week, and I mean, come on, look at how how they played. I mean, granted, Rutgers couldn't stop anything. It was it was pass and catch, but it was awfully impressive pass and catch. Yeah, and then Johnson got hurt. Imagine if he would have played the whole game. Oosh, yeah. Yeah. Good grief. We're talking Buffalo. I, I sound like Iverson. We're talking practice. This is Buffalo coming into your home stadium yeah. and eviscerating you in front of however many people were there. But, hey, listen, did you see uh, Eric? Did they do something for him at halftime or was it before the game? Yeah, I hate it was before the game. Okay. I, he was on the field as uh, honorary captain before the game. I got in right. I got in right to kick off. So I, I um, so I, I missed that part of it. Uh, but well, we'll find out more yeah. from him later when we talk to him. That that's great. And let's move on. I mean, the Giants get their first win, not against a very good team. I mean, the the Texans are not good. They're they're a mess as well. Uh, but the Giants uh, get their first win. Johnny must feel good. Yeah, it was the the best thing was as I. Uh, sat down in my armchair to check it out. I saw number 74 standing on the sidelines with a mouthpiece hanging out of his mouth. I thought, geez, you know, the offense is headed out there. And it was it was good to see that Pat Shermer had seen what most Giant fans had seen, and that was enough of Eric Flowers. Listen, did Chad Wheeler going in there make the offense really roll? You know, let's face it, not one guy's going to do that. Plus, they had uh, a new center as well with Jalapeno being out for the year. But say what you will, the Giants had four possessions in the first half, and they scored on all four possessions. They look really good. You got to see what the vision was, you know, and Eli Manning that can still do some things, surrounded by weapons all around. And for one half at least, and and, uh, a final drive in the second half to put it out of reach, the Giants looked pretty good. And Shepard looked great. He had a good game, huh? It's not just Odell. These guys are talented. That's the whole thing. I mean, if if they can keep him keep the pocket clean and if Eli still has any bullets left in the chamber, this team could score like the Saints do. I mean, they've got talent. It's just can it meld and can mm-hmm. can they keep um opening some holes and, and blocking up some plugging up some holes for uh, free runs at the quarterback because there's no there's no deny I mean that Saquon Barkley, as I said, I didn't really see him play too much at Penn State. He is Fun to watch. Man. Yeah, he nice run, nice touchdown run that. he had, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. No, he's he's, he's got a lot of skills. We'll see what happens. The Giants did their best to almost give it away, but in the end, they put it in their hip pocket, and that does that's all that matters. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens as time goes on. I mean, the the fun the fact is, this is a Giants town. If they do something good, everybody's on the bandwagon. I mean, it's unbelievable mm-hmm. media and everything. And and the Jets sneeze and, and, and people make it a back page story. Uh, so we'll see. You know, we'll see yes. in, in the end what the rest. You know, what's interesting is you can't figure this league out early on. Mm hmm. Tell me who the great teams are. Is it New Orleans? So they, they've been a bit of a surprise. They score a lot of points. All their games have been played in domes, though. Uh, you know, who is who's the club? The Patriots have lost. Right. What's going on they there? They look horrible. Uh, look at what Gruden's done with the Raiders. Oh, and three. The Texans, I thought, were supposed to be good. What's going on there? J.J. Watt, where was he? I mean, he's just coming back, I understand. But he, he's, he needs some well, time, right? To, to John's point about... Uh, about the right tackle there. Watt's not 
the J.J. Watt of old, but he still had a bunch of sacks. So I, I don't know that the change there. And what it did, it was it changed the atmosphere, changed the sense of same old, same yeah. old. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're going to try here. We're not going to just go down with our same guns firing. But yeah, but who's you know who are the teams? You know, it's it, football mm-hmm. is crazy. Minnesota hey, loses to Buffalo. Yeah. To Buffalo? How about how bad the Lions looked in week one against the Jets? And then they they take out the Patriots. Or what's going on there? It might be just. Yeah. So I think we'll need another couple yeah. of weeks to figure out really who the better teams are. We know there's parity in the league. There's not yeah. much that Steelers, separates. What's going on there? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. They almost blew that one I, last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think right now the one team that sort of stands out above them all would have to be the Rams. I mean, they just. Yeah continue to play great football on both sides yeah. of uh, offense and defense. And how about, remember, talking about young quarterbacks coming into the league, Jared Goff. I mean, who thought that guy had bust written all over him? A lot of people were writing. And, I mean, he couldn't even get on the field much his first year. And right now, I mean, the guy looks like a world beater. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Matt, you're ahead now, right? You're you're going on the road, so you won't be around for uh, uh what well, you can always call in though. Exactly. Gonna, might be able to do out. some phone ins. Yeah. There'll be a time difference once I get to Europe. I'll be in Winnipeg for a few days after this and then on to Switzerland and then mm-hmm. wrapping things up in Sweden back in the States. Have you been October to Switzerland 7th. before? Have not been to Switzerland uh, or Sweden. So uh, I'm looking forward to wow, it. Wow, that's gonna be awesome. What part of Switzerland Bern. will you be in? Okay, Bern. Wow. We are in Bern. That'll be exciting. And uh What's it gonna be like there, Matt? Is it uh, winter coat weather yet? No, no, it's about seventy degrees there. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's still pretty nice. And you could take some day trips into wine country, maybe maybe go to Burgundy or something like that. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think that's on the agenda. You know, the funny thing is, like we get into Zurich on Saturday morning. We fly overnight from Winnipeg. Get in on Saturday morning, practice Sunday, game on Monday, and then, you know, it's on to Sweden. So there's not a lot of time. Yeah. You, you do keep moving. It is mm-hmm. that's the one thing that John Hines and company are guarding against. It is not a vacation. You know, we're there to it's work. work. Yeah. And we're there to prepare for a season. The Devils only made the playoffs by a point last year. Mm-hmm. Nothing is guaranteed. Yeah. So let's get to so it. So it's business. Yeah. But there, you'll have not a be l- a lot of yodeling going yeah. on. <laughs> you'll have a little oh. bit. A downtime yourself. Oh, there'll Wait. be some. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I'll be at every practice. As I said at the top of the show, there'll be work for the website in addition to my radio work. Mm-hmm. So there will be some time. I mean, even on a practice day. Oh, we got to get you done. to call in um, from from Europe if you can. Yeah, that, I'm that certainly would, trying. That would be awesome. No, there'll, there'll be chance to do some things. Mm-hmm. There's no question. I will not be in the hotel room 24-7. Okay, and... That'll do it for uh, the podcast this week at moresportsnow.com. It's uh, Steve Titchener here with Matt Lockham. We got Johnny on the phone, and uh, we do this every week. We'll be back next week. Check out our site, moresportsnow.com. Also, Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. So check that out, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.